You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Today, I interview Claire Lauer, the owner of CL Content Marketing, and Claire helps small businesses and entrepreneurs find their voice online and leverage content marketing strategy to speak to their target audience. Today, Claire is going to share with us all about how to craft powerful content strategies for your business. Claire is going to give us three tips for a powerful content marketing strategy and how you can create scroll-stopping content. Can you tell us about what you do and who you help? Absolutely. So my name is Claire Lauer. I'm the proud owner of CL Content Marketing, and I help small business owners and entrepreneurs find their voice online. And of course, the next question is, oh, what does that mean? (laughs) Um, So I help um, small business owners and entrepreneurs um, use digital marketing services like social media, blogging, email marketing, and SEO, and use those uh, four platforms to create a marketing strategy. So like, what's, what's the core messaging? Who's your target market? How do we serve up that messaging where they hang out? Oh, wow. That's such an important part of small businesses. And I can speak from experience too. That's really what pushes your business forward and gets businesses profit. So what you do is so important and I love your strategies. And from what I've seen online and following you, it just seems like you help so many professionals. So I want to kind of dig into that. And I know you offer strategy sessions. So can you walk us through kind of like your packaging and how you serve businesses and in what ways that you serve them? So I serve businesses in two different ways. Um, One of them is the strategy sessions. So I, there's a 60 minute, which is basically booking an hour of my brain. That's great for startups, um, people just getting started who either have an idea they want to bounce off or I've had people just ask me, can you just look at what I'm doing and give me (laughs) just like say good, bad, you know, criticize, give me some critical feedback, whatever. And that's been really fun. Um, So that's a 60 minutes, more just like booking an hour of expert, just guidance. And then the other one is a 90 minute strategy session where we actually um, dig in and I learn more about your, your specific business, who you, who you're talking to, we kind of dig into like finding your voice. So what's your why? Who do you help and why? During the 90 minutes, we actually create like your marketing blueprint and vision. And so then from there, the business owner can take it and run with it or you come back and use me for help. Uh, so that's the one side. And the other side is the um, implementation package offerings that I have. So a couple different packages that all sort of build up. Um, The first being just like a social media management package. So we take care of, we meaning my team and I take care of your social media um, needs. So whatever that looks like for you. So for some of my clients, it's it's like LinkedIn posting. It might be Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram might be the whole shebang. And then my packages build up from there. So it might be social media plus an email plus blog, you know, it depends. So that's kind of one of the magical things about content marketing is that it's different for every business owner. I mean, I have a client that does IT training and we do a lot on LinkedIn and email marketing. But then on the other hand, I have a client that's um, a travel agent 
and we do a lot on Facebook and Pinterest and email marketing. So it's different for every business. It's what content your specific dream client needs to get and where. So it sounds like you have just some one hour strategy sessions where someone can bounce ideas off you and say, Hey, take a look at this. And then they take it from there. And then you have deeper packages for someone who wants to be more hands-off. You're kind of like a one-stop shop for them. Yes, exactly. I like that one-stop shop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Use that in your marketing. So tell me, how was the journey for you getting started and up to this point? Because you've already mentioned that you have a team. And so it seems like you've been able to scale. And I want to dig into how you got started. How long did it take you to get to this point in your business now? Oh, that's a good question. I've I've actually been getting asked that a lot because I've come up on my two years of owning a business and one one year of being a full-time entrepreneur this month. So um, it's been getting asked quite a bit. So I've been like reflecting (laughs) on my life. Um, Basically, so how did I get here? So I, I guess looking back, I did have just kind of the the little secret wishes, the kind of like, maybe someday I'll own a business, but um, you know, I'm too young. I don't know enough. I just basically like, I didn't trust, I didn't trust myself, which is yeah. okay. And it's fine. I know it, it has to be the right time. So basically I worked at two different digital marketing agencies, one in Appleton for a few years and one in Heartland and fall of 2017. I just, things fell into place and to just give it a try. That was my big thing. I'm going to just try this. And <laughs> Um, Because I was very nervous about taking the leap and walking away from a paycheck. I mean, that's terrifying. Horrifying. And I will tell you now, I do consistently pay myself and it's great. But, you know, at the time Mm -hmm. you take the first jump, it's scary. So I did grab a part-time gig at first, which was was fine. That's what I needed to do to feel comfortable. So I worked part-time at this job, which was great. And then I worked part-time on building up my business and just kind of didn't know what I was doing. But like I said, it was like I was building the trust with for me to me (laughs) like okay I don't know what I'm doing I've never started a business I never had taken a business class Mm -hmm. but I had this like this vision okay I want to just serve a handful of local clients I want to help them with their social media what I did was I just did some online research I kind of joke I'm like a creeper like I found (laughs) I am so I used LinkedIn and just Google searches and I found 10 companies in the area that I felt could use my help. And I reached out. (laughs) I love that. Oh my goodness. Especially, so we live in a county of, it's kind of suburban and rural. Yep. And I've noticed that too, moving from Milwaukee, so big major metropolitan city. Yeah. And out here to a town of like 8,000 people, I've noticed some businesses and you're going to just hold your heart right now. They don't even have websites. (laughs) I thought, how do you have a business in 2019 and you don't even have a website? My child's daycare they do not have a website. They have a Facebook presence, but no website. And I said, gosh, if I was into building websites, I would approach the owner and say, Hey, can I build your website for you as a portfolio builder? I remember when I was going through like, yeah, what could I do? And I was like identifying all my passions. And that was one of them. That's Um, so awesome. Yeah. Obviously the coaching went out, but so I love that you did that. So here you are two years ago and now things are completely different, but you said you tried. And that's such an important message for my audience because everyone here has a calling on their heart. 
and this, this yearn, right, to do something more. So here you are thinking, okay, I don't have lots of experience, but I have this call in my heart to help a handful of local businesses and you pitched them. So what was that like? Yes. Okay. I'm glad you asked because, you know, it was, I laugh, I'm laughing now because it was so scary and I'll be <laughs> like, spoiler alert, it was completely fine and it worked out. But mm-hmm. so basically, yes, I found these businesses and I sent that, I sent out about 10 cold emails, <laughs> which I wish I had that original email because I'm sure it's very <laughs> precious. I'm sure it's like, hi, like, my name's It's like is your Claire. first dollar to hang up on the wall. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, oh yes. And I, and I want to just touch on, yeah, I had, I had a couple of freelance clients. Like I had someone I did a blog, a couple of blogs for, I helped social media for a small business in Appleton. Like I had a few little things. Um, I believe I had a website at the time, but like very simple website with, um, like a, I think it was just like the homepage with a picture of me just smiling so big, but like, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So reached out to the 10 cold emails and did I was they convert oh, to clients. They, a couple of them did. Yeah. Okay. So a couple reached out and said, yes, like, let's talk, let's schedule a call. Like, let's do a meeting. That was so exciting. Mm-hmm. A couple said, maybe not now, but maybe the future. A couple said, no, thank you. And a couple didn't reply. But the key here is nobody was mean. Yep. <laughs> and I believe I had an email, I emailed, um, so I did the first wave of email and then I waited a few days and got a couple responses, did another email. And then I made myself cold call two of the maybes, which was so scary the cold, you know, kind of, I didn't know these people. And like I said, nobody was mean. I was like, what if they're mean to me? Didn't happen. And, you know, the one said, you know, we're really, it's not, not a good time. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll reach out later. And I said, okay, thank you. And the other one didn't answer. I left a voicemail and they never called me back. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's the other thing. It's like being someone being mean or, you know, shutting you down or ignoring you. And it's all good. So then the ones that did convert, I started working with them and got got things rolling, got some of my processes in place. I set up my accounting software, which I hadn't even set up until I had like a (laughs) real client. So, but it it worked out. I guess definitely, like I said, trusting myself and then also just being willing to just figure things out. Now it's so great. We have different Facebook groups. We have LinkedIn. We have so many ways to just reach out and ask for help from others. I remember doing that quite a bit. Um, And um, the other, what's it called? The Gold Digger Podcasts. Yes. That Facebook group, um, Gold Digger Insiders. I remember reaching out in that group a few times or just watching some of the threads that came up. Like, hey, I'm working on this. Can anyone help me? And I would like watch, read the comments and learn too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tip. Oh my goodness. So I've done that as well. So what you do is you find one of those groups with, you know, 5K and more yes. members and then you can do a keyword search. So for you, you might look at digital marketing or LinkedIn and you see what questions are popping up from real people in that group. And it's like free market research. So I love that you did that. Yeah. And another thing I did again, back to, back to my gentle creeping is <laughs> again, I use, I, I love LinkedIn if you haven't noticed, but I use LinkedIn and I found a couple entrepreneurs in the Milwaukee Metro who did things similar to me. And okay. I reached out to them. I sent them just a simple LinkedIn message like, Hey, you know, well, I connected with them first and like mm-hmm. kind of engaged with them a little bit just to get to know them before reaching out. But then I reached out and, and just said, hey, I would love to get t- buy you lunch or take you up to get a cup of coffee. And do you mind just if I bounce a few things off you? And again, a couple, couple I did it to like three people. One said yes, and we got lunch and we've been like friends ever since. 
one, you know, just said, oh, can you, do you want to just do like a quick call? And the third, I think, didn't reply, which again is okay. No worries. Um, I get it. I get that now. People reach out to me and I'm always happy to help, but sometimes I can't always do the lunch or I can't always, you know, give away my total secret sauce, which I'm very open and I'll share a lot, but you know. Right. Exactly. That's okay. It's like, you just have to ask for help. So I love that. The message is try and reach out and you had no problem doing that. And it sounds like you also took that leap before the and know that the net would appear. And I love that too. So now you can look back and kind of laugh at yourself and say, I was creeping yeah. on people. And, yes. um, you know, I had this, again, this call in my heart and I just started reaching out and it turned into this business and fast forward. Now you have a team. And so yeah. I know you talk about content marketing roadmaps a lot. And so I want to dig into that. So a lot of my people are coaches that probably one of their biggest struggles is marketing. Like that word itself is a beast, but when you break it down, it's not so bad. I want to dig into this content marketing roadmap. Like, could you take us through if someone wants to work with you or kind of wants to make sure she's on the right track? uh, What kind of tips or steps would you give her? Oh, I love that. Okay. So Oh, and I get excited about this. I'm like, <laughs> yes. this is so, why I love interviewing people who are passionate because they just light up. Go, go for it. <laughs> go for it. You're like, run. <laughs> um, okay. So um, I would love to share really my three top tips to create a powerful content calendar. Perfect. And then of course, from there we can just roll with it. But so really my three top tips. So if you're a business owner and you, you know, you need to be posting, but it's overwhelming it is. There's so many channels. It's hard to know where to post when. So just break it down to like these three tips. First, when you're content planning, I highly recommend plotting out your content. So planning out your content for the month and using creating a content theme for your month. So this month for me, October, is holiday marketing strategies. So my content this month has been my blog post was like five marketing five holiday marketing tips. My email content's been centered around holiday marketing strategies, mm-hmm. etc. So like planning, picking the month, like the next month out. And I use like a, a calendar, a printable calendar on a piece of paper with a pencil. Super high tech. <laughs> I know. I love I, that. I love but, that. Well, and you can do any, like I also, so I do, I use a calendar, a printable calendar, and I just plot out the month, like okay, what's going where. Um, which we'll get into, of course, but like I use a paper, the calendar, pencil it out. And then I, I do use like a digital version. I have a shared Google sheets. It just makes it easier. Now, of course, now with a team, it's easier to collaborate and share like what's coming up. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, I'm like looking at my content calendar on my desk right now, which is the same thing. It's just a Google printout of the month and yeah, just having that visual and being able to write on it. It just wins for me every single time. So I love that you do the same thing. It's like this, you know, marketing entrepreneur. She just breaks it down with the calendar and the pencil. So yay. yeah, keep it simple. And also I just love the vision. I'm like a more visual person. So being able to just see mm-hmm. how it's all going to flow. Cause I think that's something I hear too from business owners. They, like I said, they just get overwhelmed. And I mean, I did too. I completely understand. It's like, Oh, I know I'm supposed to post. I haven't posted today. Bah! But if you have it like planned out, you feel better about it. You know, the plan, you can delegate easier. Um, things are good. So one, Absolutely. Oh, use a calendar and use a content theme for the month. Okay. Two, would be have 
a goal for your content, which I know when you're building your business, you might think, I don't know. But the more goal-driven your content is, the easier it is to write. It's easier to kind of think of how the content marketing is going to flow back to your business. So what do I mean by that? So goal. So for, for me, I want to book, I want to book discovery calls. I want, um, I want four discovery calls a week and I want to grow my email subscribers by 10 a month. Not every single post is like, book a discovery call. <laughs> People would run away, which I don't blame them, but it's thinking like, how can you create content that serves that goal? So I want to book a discovery call or four discovery calls a week. And when I'm creating my, my Monday Facebook posts, that's on my calendar, what can I post that will kind of attract my audience to me, grow my audience to then later in the week, offer that discovery call meeting link. So okay. Monday it might be like, Hey, you know, busy business owners. I know social media is tough. Like here's some three tips for your social media. Ooh, people are like, thank you. And I like it and they share it. They're interested. They, they, you're attracting more to your your social profiles, for example. And then later in the week, I will, you know, post a, Hey, a three, you know, to work with me, it's a free 30 minute discovery call. We'll talk about your business, learn about your goals. It's, you know, it's great. And then now you're inviting them to perform that action. So number two, have some, have a goal, have goal driven content. And like I said, you're not selling, you are attracting and then like offering this Call to action. Right. Whatever your goal is. Cause I, for me, like I said, it's discovery calls and subscribers. What are your, what would be your top goal? Actually, mine are similar. So it's always email list building. So everything that I put out there, I want to attract someone to through storytelling mm -hmm. and hopefully link them to one of my freebies in my freebie vault. And then they can become, they opt in and then they become a subscriber and there the nurture sequence continues to happen. And absolutely, I love having the call to action to book discovery calls because I have a pretty good close rate on them. And I think what a lot of times for coaches and service-based entrepreneurs, sometimes we feel like we run out of things to say or mm. having those constant value added posts are not leading anyone anywhere. So we don't want to post just to post. Like you said, we want to have a goal or a call to action. And so that's why I think your first tip is so important to have a monthly theme. So if you're a perfect person, um, is a small business and you're a marketer, gosh, maybe you can do email marketing strategies for the month of January or goal planning and then so on and so forth. And that really keeps people on point because you can think of 10 questions that someone might have for email marketing. How do I set it up? Yes. What do I say? How often do I say it? How do I add value? How can I be engaging, et cetera? So now all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I have lots of things to say. How can I post simple questions, for example, on my Instagram? And then you can post that same question in your Facebook group with a little bit more meat to it. And that same content, then you can repurpose into your email list in maybe a two paragraph sentence. Yes. Oh, repurposing content is so juicy. I love it. It took a I while. Like, it took, yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, I was like all over the place. And then I went back on my Instagram and I'm like, I'm seeing some really good things here that I, I don't think anyone else has heard unless they go scroll down through my Instagram post. And so I would pluck that out and now I have it in an Excel spreadsheet. It took some Ooh. time to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I try to be organized every once in a while. Um, <laughs> 
I would take that out and add some more meat to it and then send it out to my email list. And then next thing you know, I have a whole month's worth of emails scheduled in my email marketing system. I love that. So we talked about having a content theme, maybe breaking it down monthly, then having a goal and a call to action. And what's the last tip you would give? Oh, my last tip is to write to your dream client. Yes. And if you don't have a client, or so I like to say, think of who your favorite client is right now. And, you know, normally my, my clients are like, Ooh, like this, they can describe the person. Like Mm -hmm. she's, she's very engaging. She, you know, does what I say. (laughs) She (laughs) helps me create great, you know, whatever. But if you don't have your favorite client, think of who your dream client, who's that dream client? Is it, and it, I like to say, like, who dig in a little bit further than their, you know, age, gender, geographic location. I think that's super important as well, of course. So I have that. But I like to dig a little deeper. It's like, what problem does she have that you solve? How do you solve that problem for her or him? And why should they, why should they trust you to help them solve that problem? It's like digging in a little bit deeper into who your dream client is. Like, what are they feeling? What are they thinking? Because once you can start teasing that out of yourself, of, you know, who you're looking to work with, that's when you can start creating really good content that when that person is scrolling on their Instagram feed or, you know, wherever, that's when they stop their scroll, right? Scroll stopping content. (laughs) And they go, oh, wait, this person's in my head. (laughs) Like, I need her. I need him. So that's when you can start, when you have your, like, your dream client laid out, you have your goals set, you kind of have, like, your content theme in mind that's when you can start really creating really good content that, I mean, not only just like attracts, starts attracting your client, but also starts building your, it starts building your street cred really. Cause once you start being able to create the content and start like naturally attracting who you want to talk to, that's when your business starts to really take off. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I love that. All right, Claire. So I know we've talked a lot about your strategy sessions and how you can help small businesses. So if someone wants to work with you, what do your price range start at and where can we find you online? You can find me online um, at clcontentmarketing.com or at clcontentmarketing on Facebook, Instagram. And I guess on LinkedIn, it's my personal page, just Claire Lauer. You can find me. Okay. Uh, my packages, so like I said, my packages kind of range. Basically, I like to start everything with just a conversation. It's my discovery call. It's truly just a conversation because I like to learn more about you, the business owner, entrepreneur. And it's just like very, I just ask a couple questions like, you know, why did you start your business? Mm-hmm. Who, where, you know, what are you looking to do? And that's all, I love that because usually yeah. the, per- the person just is like so excited. Like, oh, I just started this business or I'm thinking about this. And it's just fun getting to know who they are and what they're excited about. And then from there, they usually, then I share a little bit more about maybe what, what I do, how I could possibly mm-hmm. help. Okay. And we kind of, I kind of maybe throw out some ideas during the call. Like, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like to me, you know, I'll say, sounds like you might need some email marketing help and maybe social media. And normally you're like, yeah. <laughs> right. And I mean, the, pr- the pricing does depend a little bit, but I would say like my lowest package is $300 and it goes all the way up to $1,200 for the Mac Daddy, like everything. Like my, my team and I would take over your social media, email, blog, SEO, like everything. Awesome. Yeah. And so, but then after the call, then I send out like, a, I just send out a proposal through email a couple of days later and then we just kind of reconnect and, you know, 
it's, I love the thing also I love about discovery calls is it doesn't always result in business, but it results in like a new connection. Totally. I agree. Or free market research in the, the free market research for your perfect person. Yes. Like definitely my first batch of discovery calls. I had like a list of questions I was going to like follow and the business owner was, it just like having that for those first couple conversations, I realized, oh, like people aren't going to just, because I assumed a business owner would immediately be worried about the price and, mm-hmm. you know, be like on the defensive or I don't know. But the first couple of calls, I'm like, oh, people are just, the people I'm attracting are just genuinely, genuinely interested in what I do. They might have, they might not fully understand, like, what is content marketing? Like, they're looking to maybe learn a little bit. Like, what, how can you possibly help me? And that's great. And so normally the discovery call process, it's like I said, I ask the business owner a few questions, get to know them. Then I usually educate a little bit. Or it just answer questions because normally it's like, well, what, what do you do exactly? Or, and I'm able to just kind of help them understand. And maybe at that moment, once they realize kind of how I can help, what I can do, they might need a little time to think about it. Or I've had a, a discovery call. I had one, I think it was in January, had a discovery call, sent the proposal out, you know, life's good. And it wasn't, I did the follow-up process, you know, sent an email a few weeks later, that whole mm-hmm. sales flow. But then I didn't hear, actually hear back until this summer. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm so sorry, but I really need your help now. Like it took time for him to just think about it. And once he like knew exactly what I offered, it took for him to have like a, a need pop up this summer when he's like, oh my gosh, I do need that person. <laughs> I need her now. Absolutely. And I think you do such a good job of providing that value upfront through your content that someone's kind of already warmed up and want, truly genuinely wants to work with you and learn more because they see the value. And so the price doesn't become an objection anymore. It's like, wow, I know she can do X, Y, and Z for me and I need this. And so you, you pull that out, I think so well. And that's why I think that all small businesses see the value in it's serving small businesses and entrepreneurs through content. Yeah, exactly. So I know on your website, you can subscribe right on your homepage for some actionable content tips, right? to People's inbox. So I'll share a link in the show notes so people can grab that and obviously get to know you better. I've just had such a great time today, Claire. Thank you so much for sharing those tips with us. If someone wants to learn more, it sounds like they can find you at clcontentmarketing.com. Yes, that would be awesome. Well, thank you, ma'am. This was fun. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.